empowering you with strategies to succeed. This is Jen Tringale, and you're listening to the Jen Tringale Podcast. Hello, welcome to the podcast. This is Jen Trangale. I am so glad you're listening in and maybe this is the first time that you have come across the podcast. If so, welcome. I don't know how you found it, but I'm so glad that you did. And my hope is that this podcast will be a continual source of right in the moment encouragement and right on time insight for your life and for the destiny that God has called you to live. Our listeners that have been with us for a while, you know that we have been in this series on women influencers of faith. And this was a series that had just been in my heart for a while. I was really excited about it. And I felt like the time was right. Because even this year, there has been so much transpiring in our culture around women and women sort of getting their fair share, women being treated right, women being honored, even recognized for the work that they're doing. There's so much that's been swirling in our culture and it's always good for a people group, whether it's a gender or a race, if there's been a dishonor for there to be honor there. But I have really kind of felt this poignant moment in all that is swirling around this topic that really the heart of God in all this was to see women restored to the place that he had given them in the first place. And that women taking their God-given place was not to the displacement of men, but it was merely women taking the place God had always intended for them to have. And unfortunately, because of wrong thinking and culture, and sometimes even sad to say at the hands of religion in past decades, there has been some ground that needed to be recovered on behalf of women and women just being honored and given the space that God intended them to have to do what he called them to do. So I felt like this timing for this series on women influencers of faith was so right, but not only right, crucial, because the women that we got to sit down and talk with, all of our conversations, not once did I hear one of them sort of talking with a bit of a chip on their shoulder. You know what I mean? There's sometimes where you can talk to someone and maybe you're bringing up their accolades or what they've achieved or what they've been able to do or even influence. And they'll say, well, yeah, but you know, in spite of so much coming at me. And there's just sort of a chip on their shoulder and a bitterness. None of the women that we talked with had that, even though they really did have to have some fortitude to carve a path in order for them to do what God had called them to do. But because they did it without any bitterness, without offense, without that chip on their shoulder, today they stand so influential and the water in their well, so to speak, that they have to give from to breathe life into other people is life-giving water. There's no bitterness in their well. And that's why I have loved this series 
and enjoyed every minute of it. But I thought today I would share something very special with you all that's connected to the series we've done and sort of give you a behind the scenes look and even some behind the scenes takeaways from these conversations that I have been so privileged to have with these incredible guests. And specifically, what I thought would possibly be very helpful for our women listeners would be to share some of the insights and some of the things that they shared from their personal lives of how they navigate life. These women have some principles and some things they've learned, sometimes by trial and error, as we all do. But there's things that they've learned that stabilize them personally. And I thought that would be good to share with you all. I thought it would be so interesting. We have so many incredible things that come about when I sit down to do these interviews. But unfortunately, because of the sake of time, sometimes we have to go in and edit and we don't get to share maybe everything that transpired in that conversation. So hopefully today we're going to make up some of that ground. The reason I also thought this would be really key for us is because I think there's something that can be said about women. And that is that so many times women are so connected to the people surrounding them. Maybe a better way to say it is they're so aware. Women are wired to be so aware of the people around them. Family, of course, friends, coworkers, maybe people that you are wanting to help or influence, that women can tend to not take care of themselves or even do what is necessary to stay healthy and strong spiritually, emotionally, mentally, and physically. I think it's safe to say that too many times as women, we are almost notorious for giving to the point of total fatigue, that we give to the point that we have not taken care of ourselves for so long that there begins to be quite a lot of breakdown. And I think we see that in huge ways in our culture today. And so for these conversations that I got to have with these women that have faced those kind of things and sort of figured out how do I stay healthy and strong spiritually, emotionally, mentally, and physically. When I went back and went through the raw footage of our conversations and even went through my notes, I realized that each one of these women really opened a window into their internal lives and how they stay strong and healthy. And this is what I want to share with you today. Our first guest in the Women Influencer series was Christian recording artist and songwriter Ashley Cleveland. Ashley was just featured in the Nashville Film Festival for a documentary that was made about her life called Who's the Girl. She is a Grammy award-winning artist and an incredible Mm -hmm. afternoon was spent with Ashley at Cheekwood Mansion and Botanical Gardens in Nashville. It was just a beautiful morning. And she shared so many profound things from her life, including her journey of healing and restoration from being addicted to alcohol uh, and what that process was like for her. And then the powerful relationship with God that sustained her and brought her through. But she shared a couple of key things 
one of the things that stood out to me is Ashley shared how she had to get very disciplined and she attributed her overall health to this. She made a decision to get very disciplined in her morning time every day. And she told me she gets up at 4.30, 5 o'clock in the morning and she has learned to be a morning person, which I guess proves we can all learn to be a morning person. But she realized that her health was in large part connected to that early morning time with God. And she she has a devotional life. She is devoted. Sometimes we say devotional life and we think, oh, she must just go through a devotional. No, she is devoted to this life of every morning scripture reading, meditating on that scripture, thinking about it, and then time of prayer and worship and thanksgiving to God. And she said that it was this commitment to this early morning devotional life that was her key to staying healthy. And then she shared, she sort of alluded to this in the podcast that we released, but she shared how most mornings she sits purposefully and thinks about the love of God for her and how that love astounds her even today, how that love comes after her every single day. And she really is purposeful about feeding on the love of God and meditating on this love. She said, it will take my entire lifetime trying to grasp this love. And even then I won't be able to do it. But there's more and more about the love of God for me that I'm seeing every day. And I'm never going to exhaust that. She imparted such a vibrant understanding that God is so big. And to never allow yourself or your theology to put him in a box. This was so, so good. Ashley shared how, you know, her dream initially was to be a rock star, have her career as a rock star. And she said, but instead, God gave her a life. She shared about being connected to family and friends is a huge part of what sustains her equilibrium, and I cannot amend that enough. We are just not meant to be islands unto ourselves, and we need relationships, and not just one. God's given us so many different kinds of relationships in this life, and we need those. And then another piece that she shared that is really connected to her overall health is she said that in her later years, she never really was much for exercise or running, but she became a runner. And just, I think in the last decade, maybe 15 years, she said, I started walking. I started walking my dog, and then I started walking. She built up slowly. And so now she is an avid runner every morning. And she shared how this has really connected her as a person. It's connected her solically, spiritually, and physically. And she said, when I did that, I found a new place of peace and fulfillment through just getting up this devotional life and and these early morning walks and runs. So I loved that, uh, that conversation with Ashley Cleveland. We got some incredible feedback about that podcast and a lot of feedback from families that have been dealing with a family member with alcohol abuse and that Ashley's story took the pressure off of them to understand that there are a lot of people out there that are going through this 
and what worked for her. So we are so grateful for that conversation with Ashley Cleveland. And then our next guest in the Women Influencer Series was a dear friend of mine, Connolly Gillum. Connolly Gillum is just one of those profound storytellers. And she's an author. She's written a couple of books. She is highly educated. She was based in Washington, D.C. for a number of years. She worked for a policy think tank there, but has mainly been established in the avenue of ministry with an organization called The Navigators, which is an international organization that is just geared and given to discipling new believers. But Connolly has profound revelation about strong spiritual health, but also health for the soul. And she talked about our soul's deep need for connection and fostering the courage to reach out of your comfort zone and to connect with another person. It's so powerful in our lives. I happen to know too that Connolly is a big believer in coffee and morning time with God in prayer. She makes some really good coffee. But she has just always had this appetite to grow spiritually. And I think this is what makes and keeps Connolly strong and such a vitality about her life. She also keeps her eyes on the long-term, long-run plan that God is working in her life and not on just the immediate circumstances, the immediate surroundings, the immediate state of things. She has really crafted and cultivated this uh, discipline for her to lift her eyes up to the big picture. And I think one of the strengths of the health of Connolly Gillum is that she moves her eyes from the immediate over to the character of God. And she keeps the character of God in front of her and it unleashes a health in her overall person. I happen to know Connolly also is one that makes time for walking. She's more of a gym person. She's a biker, plays tennis. I just think it's so good to talk about these things because as women, as I said, so many times we put ourselves, forget the back burner. We're not even in the kitchen and it's just not happening, not happening. And then there's a breakdown in us. And if anything comes from this series on women influencers of faith. I want it to be that you as an influencer, here are some keys and some ways to be able to stay strong and healthy in every arena of life and hopefully grab some keys from these incredible women of how to do that. So if you missed that conversation with Connolly, oh, check that out. She shared some incredible things. And then this led us to our third interview in our series with none other than Christian recording artist and songwriter, Amy Grant. I don't have to tell you how amazing this was. And if you missed this interview, you need to stop this podcast right now and go back and listen to that one. But this is one that was just so incredible and stretched for some time. And so because of the sake of time, we really had to edit this. I don't know, maybe someday we might have to release like the raw version because there was just so much in there. But Amy shared about sort of a profound moment that she got this revelation about who God is that she told me changed her perspective and even the way she lived 
forever. And this was just a conversation. And she just looked at me and she said, you know, Jen, she said, one day I realized that God, the God we serve, that he calls himself by names. And the first name that he calls himself is I am that I am. And she said, I got this realization that when God is calling himself, I am, what he's telling us is that he is present. And she said, I realize that being connected to God is being most like him. And she said, I realized that being most like God is when I'm being present where I am. He is, I am that I am. And it literally means to be in the moment, that the totality of you, that all of you is present right where you are in that moment, that you're not internally having anxiety about the future. You're not internally fretting about the past and regretting the past, but getting the whole person of you, all of your soul, all of your spirit, all of your mind, your body to be present where you are in that room. And she said this, she said, when you are just being you, this is when you are most connected and most like God because he calls himself I am. I just absolutely loved this sort of snapshot that she gave us. And it really is an excellent way to do sort of a soul checkup on yourself and ask yourself, how present am I? How connected to myself do I feel? And if I feel disconnected, then I can tell you that the answer is to just get still and quiet. The way that you reconnect is found in the word. And he said, be still and know that I am God. I am that I am. And when you focus on me and not just me, but me and you, then you will be able to connect and become whole inside yourself. And if you have a little trouble trying to do that, Ask the Holy Spirit to help you and say, is there some disconnect? Do I need to forgive myself? Am I carrying baggage about something I did or something I didn't do? It's going to be real hard to be present if you're carrying around unforgiveness toward you. As women, we can be super quick to forgive everybody around us. But when's the last time you stopped and said, is there anything I need to forgive myself over. There's a lot of freedom in that. And I was so grateful that Amy shared that with me that day. I've shared it with so many leaders since then. It's just, there's so much to it. It was just an incredible insight. Amy's really strong on health overall. She's always taken really good care of herself through the years. I can tell you she makes a mean cup of coffee. She is a big believer in coffee with MCT oil and a little bit of frothed cream. Oh, it was so good. But she's really big on that. 
And you can see that in her life. There is a vibrancy and a health about her overall. And so many great takeaways from that incredible woman influencer of faith. And then our final interview in this series, we're just releasing this month as well. And this is with a woman that has become a quick friend, but I have such respect for her. She also lives right here in Nashville, Tennessee, where I live with her husband, Henry, and her name is Pastor Alex Seely. Henry and Alex Seely pastor the Belonging Church right here in Nashville that has just exploded and gained national and international attention. She is the author of two books, Tailor Made and The Opposite Life. And in our recent interview, she came over to my house one morning. I attempted to make her brunch <laughs> and we had a great conversation. But Alex also shared some things that really resonated with me. And she talked about the busyness of life in ministry and the importance of your own health in every area, even in all the busyness of life. She talked about how she does a health check. I believe she told me she does this once a year, but maybe even more often. And she sits down and she evaluates everything that she's doing and everything that gets her time. And then she makes herself go through that list and asks herself, is God asking me to do that? Or is this something that I just picked up on my own? And she shared how she recently read a book. She implemented some principles and she said every year she quits something, something that is no longer necessary. I thought that was so, so great because we pick up so much in life so quickly and especially as believers, Christ followers involved in churches and ministries, nonprofits involved in ministry. It's just so easy to just gather up a bunch of tasks and then you know, here we are depleted, exhausted, maybe even breaking down emotionally, mentally, physically, even spiritually. And we kind of go, oh God, I need more grace. And God's essentially saying, actually, I don't have grace for you for that because I never required you to do that. And so if we don't sit down, and this was what Alex shared so wonderfully, if we don't sit down and ask those questions and allow the Holy Spirit to go through those things with us, then we exhaust ourselves at our own hands. She talked about how she spends time with God. She said how she has set apart times, but again, because of schedules, it doesn't always get the same with her. She has two children that are in school. She takes to school in the morning. And so she said a lot of times her time with God, rather than a big chunk of time in the morning or a big chunk of time at night, the discipline that she has developed is all throughout the day, she grabs 10 to 15 minutes with God. I love this. She said, I'll get up early in the morning and get my kids going, get ready for school. And while they're doing that, I'll just grab 10 minutes and just be still and quiet and fellowship with the Lord. And she said, then I'll get them to school and I might get into meetings, maybe two or three meetings in. She said, even if it's in my car, I'll just steal away just 10 minutes and just invite the presence of Jesus to say, oh Jesus, I recognize you're with me. I love you. I worship you. I magnify you. And she said, I'll just soak in his presence. And she said, I really steal those 10 minutes here and there all throughout the day. And she said, I found out that in doing that, I stay connected and in fellowship with him. I loved that. I think that's going to help so 
many of you that are listening to maybe seek out that discipline. I love that so much. And then she also shared this about using that time to help handle her emotions. And this was a quote that came, emotions make good messengers, but terrible masters. How fabulous is that? Emotions make good messengers, but terrible masters. And she has a lot of really profound truth. And a good part of it is in her book that just came out, The Opposite Life. But she talks about how God gave us emotions. They're trying to tell us things we need to pay attention to, but those emotions are not meant to master us, that they will actually be detrimental if they are running our lives. That was so good. Make sure you check out that interview with Alex Ely. She is an Australian Italian. Are you kidding me? I love this lady, and that Australian accent is so awesome. But we also got to just swap some good stories about all things Italian. So it was so good. Alex loves to cook. She eats healthy, and she shared that one of the ways she stays healthy with her family is she draws the line when it comes to her family. She said, if I notice that my kids are just needing my time and attention, I've been gone. She said, I'll just have to look people in the eye and say, I can't do it. I've got to be there with my kids. Can we reschedule? I thought that was so great. Listen, this series, oh, so much has come from it, but I want to leave you with this takeaway. Guard your heart. The Bible says to do this, guard your heart for out of it flows the issues of life. And this is what I want to say about that. Life is meant to be lived flowing from your heart. And if part of your heart is shut down, then number one, maybe your heart needs your attention. Maybe your soul needs some care and you as an influencer need to care for your soul. Do what is necessary. Take the time to evaluate and look and see where maybe some disconnects are because your happiest life, your truest life, your most fulfilling life is the life lived from your heart. That's why the Bible says guard it. Part of that guard is not just keeping wrong things out, but it's causing it to flourish. It's It's tending to it like a garden. Yes, it's keeping predators out, but it's also feeding it. It's also nourishing it. It's also paying attention to it and not giving out to the demise of yourself to the point where we implode, but taking time to tend to our internal life, our personal inside life and where we're living in our heart space, our emotional space, our head space, and even our relationship with a God. And if there's some room to be made up, don't run from him. Oh my goodness, run to him because we all need it. And he has exactly what we need. Thanks so much for listening to the podcast. And thanks for being a part of this series. I hope it has encouraged you and inspired you, hopefully made you laugh some and given you some fresh vision and fresh wind for the destiny and the plan that God has for your life. If we can do anything for you, let us know. You can find us at jentrangale.com or on Facebook, Instagram, or Twitter at jentrangale.com. And I would love to connect with you. 
Hey, fall time is here. I hope you are enjoying it. Grab a uh, London Fog tea, a pumpkin spice latte, a coffee with some MCT oil. Man, we got so many good options from all these guests. But grab a cup and enjoy some quiet time soon. We'll see you here next time. Have a great week, everybody. Bye-bye.